Good morning. Welcome to uh, Gospel Pursuits, the broadcast. Uh, we're transmitting live. Um, we're seeing uh, some comments coming our way. Welcome, Evangelist Aram. Um, I saw a bit of your kind of uh, thing with Martin this morning. Um, I need to watch it properly, I think, but I, I didn't get a chance to, to listen to it just because of all the time difference getting my kids to school on this side of the, the world but um, it's, it's nice to see your comments coming through already um, let us know where you're watching from obviously I'm broadcasting on uh, my channels at home uh, in the UK on Facebook YouTube going to be on Spotify and iTunes and things like that later um, and it's such a privilege to be able to do that but also we welcome people coming watching from um, the world glorious TV network um, someone watching from Bangladesh that's awesome um uh, I don't know obviously if it's a Mr or Mrs but Advent Tripland um whoever that is uh welcome uh, it's such a, a, a awesome reach that we have uh just being able to do this uh kind of a broadcast into uh into the world basically it's it's such an honor I've been doing being able to do uh broadcasts for about a year and a half just through my own kind of channels and just hooking up with Pastor Martin. It's such a, such a wonderful blessing to be able to just uh, have that ex reach extended. Um, obviously, we've got a title for today, Blessed for Increase. I kind of woke up this morning and it kind of dropped into my heart. Um, and I just want to talk about it. it, it it's it's Everyone has different... Um, ideas or understandings of this kind of a, a of a topic of what the blessed means or what increase means or, or whatever so I, I want to look at it from a, a biblical point of view obviously um, I thoroughly enjoy um, talking about the word of God in any way shape or form um, obviously we have a, an amazing time just getting it stuck in uh, last week we had a, a real strong message um just developed it from john uh, chapter 15 remain in me and i will remain in you and it was a, a lot of stuff came out from that so that was a great great message it's great to go back on that if you if you missed any of the episodes you can go back online uh, my website is gospelpursuits.uk so you can kind of go on there and see there's archive footage and stuff like that from the last year or so and of course you can catch up again on facebook on the the WGN TV kind of side of things, if that's what you're trying to find. But there's so much different um, products on that that Facebook page from Mar Pastor Martin. Um, you got uh, Cliff Chapman from the UK, and there's several other people. As I say, I saw I think it was Evangelist Ram on this morning doing an interview with Martin. So that's it's it's a wonderful little channel to just to kind of like see, and God's kind of growing it. And of course, it's always a pleasure to welcome Mr. Ian Edwards on my side of the, the pond in Manchester. I'm, I'm sure he is working hard right now. Um, um, I will see him later on today to throw things at him, I think. Throw a hammer at him or something like that. <laughs> He's at the church building doing some work, I think. But anyways, we will get stuck in. Bless for increase. It's it's something that I, I you've got to look at um, Psalms 1. Whenever you're going to talk about... Um, God's will for your life. You know, like when we have, when if if I ever want to talk about the will of God for healing, I always go to Matthew chapter eight, where Jesus was walking down the road. the The leper came to him and said, "If you can heal me, heal me." Uh, you know, I, I believe you can, but will you? It was kind of his question. And Jesus said, the first thing he said was, "I will." So he established the will of God concerning. Um, healing right then and there because you know Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and forever and I love how the psalmist in Psalms 1 established on the first principle almost the first thing that David kind of 
proclaims in this, you know, obviously the book of Psalms is, it, Psalms is so full of praise and worship and adoration to God. It's, it's, it's the minstrel's heart flowing to God and, and God revealing to him, you know, Psalm 23 is a, a massive revelation on just the Christian walk. That's where we live, where Psalm 22 2 talks about Jesus' death and Psalm 24 talks about the the everlasting life that we're going to live into, the the next step after we pass away from this earth into the next. So Psalm 23 gives us this kind of oversight of where we are as believers now, you know, living uh, in the shadow of death. We don't you know this this whole situation that we're in now this world this whole for this whole year what we've gone through has been really for Christianity especially not every Christian's understood this but it's been a shadow it's been a shadow of death because we pass through the shadow of death we have healing in, that lives on the inside of us but not only do we have healing and pa- the power of God that that heals our body on the inside of us we have protection from plague Psalm 91 says a thousand may die at my right hand and, and ten thousand on my left hand <coughs> excuse me and God's given us these these promises and 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 not it's more than promises sometimes we we kind of like say oh you know we sing that song yes and amen the promises are yes and amen but there is more than just promises in the bible there are some biblical facts that like by his stripes i was healed is a fact jesus paid the price for it 2000 years ago you are healed and another thing you are, you are is blessed you're redeemed from the curse of the law so that the blessing of Abraham might come onto you. The whole point of God uh, bringing you into a place of from the uh, kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light is to give you light. And when you have light in your life, you can see. And when you can see, you can make correct de- choices and make correct decisions. And when you start to make the correct decisions, you, you, suddenly you find that the steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord and you continually make the right decisions and you continually see growth and success and health and life. You see, my kids don't get sick. My kids don't go through some of the stuff that other kids do. I really believe that's because me and my wife have decided to go after God. My, me and my wife have decided to make the correct choices with the Word of God, keep the Word of God living in our lives and, and, and let peace and love reign in our household. Does, does peace and love always reign in our household? No. Every morning I have to kind of stir my kids up to get out the door to go to school. They don't want to go to school. They don't. Maybe it's a t- typical uh, Western kind of thought, but we don't see school as a privilege. We see school as, as like we're told to go to school. We have to go to school. This isn't something that, you know, that the kid, we, it's all free. It, it, there's, no, there's no barriers to entry that you, we just have to go. And so it becomes a chore. So as parents, we have to stir them up and get them out the door. Now, they generally love going to school, both my kids. They run in and they get over it. But to get them to get dressed, to get them to get... But what what that that might apply to you in a different area in your life where you have to constantly stir yourself up or stir someone else up and so that it feels like that peace doesn't reign. But you know what? The peace of God that passes understanding God that keeps your heart and mind. When you stay in that place of rejoicing, stay in that place of victory, stay in that place of life, Stay in that place of, of the anointing and stay in that place of, of just allowing the Spirit of God to keep bubbling and bubbling and bubbling. When the pressures come, there might be times when you have to raise your voice to your children to say, I'm serious. There might be even times when you need to correct them and, and discipline them. 
But that doesn't mean you break the law of peace because you have to do that. I don't know why I'm kind of going on this. This was never my, my kind of thinking. But sometimes we condemn ourselves. And I do this myself. It's like, was I too far? Did I go too far in a certain area? Did I deal with somebody uh, that I needed to deal with? Did I deal with it wrongly? But did I break the law of love? Well, thank God for repentance. Thank God for grace and mercy. But you just stay in that level of anointing. Stay in that level of joy. Joy in the Holy Ghost. So when you have to deal with things in a hard and and, and when you have to deal with people in a hard way, that does not mean that you're going to step out of love all the time. You thank God that we can be angry and sin not. It says in the Bible. So there, there's nothing wrong with that. Getting a Holy Ghost. Uh, a Holy Ghost punch on the inside and, and just allowing yourself to just flow in, in the joy of God even though you have to perhaps deal with difficult situations. See, and the, and we, the, the subject that we're, we're kind of talking about here is blessed for increase. That's the kind of subject that I think we'll probably stick on all week. I, I think I'm kind of getting into a, a little bit of a, a, a kind of habit of just developing this idea that we start on a Tuesday and end on a Friday, the week that I kind of broadcast, and we build up on the subject. So that on Friday, when it comes to healing school, that we're pouring the subject that we built up on Monday, uh, sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and it kind of comes in and it culminates into this, this kind of overflow for the healing power of God to flow. My goal would be to anyone listening to this broadcast, first and, first and foremost, if they're not saved, to be saved. To hear the gospel of Jesus Christ and accept them as Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And then to grow in Christ and then to receive your healing. My, my, my encouraging messages are meant to lift you up from a place wherever you are, whether you're at the top highest peak or whether you're at the lowest of the low. I want to lift you up higher into God, to get you passionate and exciting, excited about the things of God, to allow the Spirit of God to flow through you on a daily basis so that you are bubbling up to, to full fullness of joy joy, joy unspeakable, I think Peter says, you know, full of joy, full of victory, because when you're full of joy, you're going to be full of strength and full of success, and full, you're going to make correct decisions when you're excited for God and filled with His Spirit. This isn't a, an emotional high, and an emotional, you will feel good, you, your emotions will work with the Spirit of God if you let it. But my point being, there's something on the inside working on the outside. Something good is happening in to you and me as we stay in this Word of God. Let's read Psalms chapter 1. Let's get into the Word because I can pontificate a lot about these kind of things. I can keep talking about it. It's a wonderful, wonderful aspect of God's life that we can be so filled with something that He calls Himself. <laughs> you know, I mean, the Holy Ghost. <coughs> right. Psalm chapter 1. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with walkers, uh, mockers. I love that. Oh, the joys. We're talking about joy. You want some joy in your life? Don't, don't, don't follow the advice of the wicked. And I put in my Bible, I bracketed off the news. Don't follow the advice of the news. I was listening to a minister, a guy called Jonathan Shuttlesworth, and he says it this way. The devil, if, if the world is telling you to do or don't do something or to do something, do the opposite twice. 
So if 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 the world and he was giving an illustration where he was in a baseball uh, uh match or a game, it's not really a match, a baseball game. He sat down and they wanted everyone to stand up and say, um, as I'm one in two people get cancer, I'm going to meet somebody who's going to be affected by cancer. I might have cancer. Did it? And made this huge, massive declaration about having cancer, and he basically got up and screamed, "I will never have cancer. People I know will not get cancer. That we are the healed. We are the strong. We are the victorious." You know, he made a completely opposite de- 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 declaration because of what the world was trying to say. He went to the extreme the other way. And I, I mean, it's, he's, he's much better at telling his own stories, obviously, but I just thought it was a brilliant way of thinking about it. If the world is telling you to do something, perhaps maybe you shouldn't do it. If the world is telling you to, do, uh, is to, to not do something, perhaps you should do it. And I think that's where we've got to start thinking more and more in these as we can kind of get to that place of Jesus Christ coming back. There's going to be such a difference between the church of God and the world. The sinners are going to be sinners and they're going to just drift and drift and drift closer and closer to Armageddon. I think Brother Hagen gives a prophecy of, of, of the, the, the world's system just linking arms darker and darker going into that battle of Armageddon, going into that place of the end, going into they're just marching forward. But he said there's a new breed rising up, a new breed within the church, a new breed within Christianity and Christendom that will rise up above the things that the world declares, above the darkness, above the smoke, above the haze, that, that we will rise up and live in that place, you, you know, waiting on the, the, the Lord of God, letting us ourselves rise up on wings as eagles, soaring above, walking as children of the light, walking in the glory of God, His goodness, His victory, His might, His strength, walking in the power of the, and the surging, the surging, yes, Rodney talks about it, I think it's in the Passion Translation, when the woman with the issue of blood grabbed a hold of His, his, his garment and and it, the, it, Jesus said the power. Jesus said it said that Jesus felt the power of God surge from him into her. We're going to be into a place of surging power of the Holy Ghost moving and doing something great in our. I I I I might never leave Southport, UK, or uh, the UK and travel overseas. I think I will. I believe it will open up again and the gospel will be preached. But my point is, if it closed down and shut down. Wherever you are, you are meant to be the answer to the world. Wherever you are, you are meant to help the ones beside you. I may never get to fly to India. I may never get to go to Africa. I may never get to go to Russia. I'm only saying that because of of the situation. I believe I will get to go to those places. Thank God I will be traveling the world preaching the gospel. That is my heart. But if I never did... My point is, you and I have an assignment and a a location to minister out of. We have the Holy Ghost living on the inside of us. We have the Holy Ghost bubbling up and just blah, 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 blah. As as I I like to say, like, like God, like, like has this big witch's cauldron if you think of it like you know like you see in the cartoons these in the bubble and squeak and, and what he does is he throws all the goodness of God he throws the joy he throws the life he th- and, and the angels are just stirring it up and it's just boiling up to a simmer and as we let that bubble up bubble up bubble up and then it starts to flow freely from our mouths from our hands as we obey the word of God go into all the world lay hands on the sick and they shall recover 
That's a weird kind of thought, isn't it? But I just feel like God just has given us so much. It's not like he's hidden it. He's hidden it in Christ, but we are in Christ. The wisdom of God is hidden in Christ, but we are in Christ. We are the body of Christ. So we are, can allow the wisdom of God, the word of God, the power of God to flow freely. I'm getting to a place in my consciousness of, of just constantly meditating on this. I was preaching it on Sunday night at a church locally. And it was um, basically, John, let, let, I'm going to flip to it. I'll get my other Bible. I'll have my other Bible. I don't know why, but lately I've become, I, I go from two different translations. I either go to the King James or I either go to the New Living. But King James is great. Chapter 4 of 1 John, part B. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. If we could just get a hold of that. You see, the title of this message may well be Blessed for Increase. But maybe I'm laying some groundwork and we'll do part two tomorrow. But blessed for increase starts here. The reason you're blessed is because of this verse here. And he goes and talks, he talks already about how you have authority over the enemy, you have authority. And of course, Paul talks in Ephesians, how, what, what the authority levels we've got. We're not fighting flesh and blood. So we're not dealing with flesh and blood when we talk about these things. Because when we deal with the power of God and the healing power of God, helping somebody else, we're dealing with the root of the situation. We're dealing with their spirit. We're dealing with what's on the inside of them. Allowing the power of God to flow into somebody's body and heal their body is going to help them get to a place where spiritually they can become alive to God. If they're already a Christian, they will be free and have, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So when the, the Spirit of God comes and affects people's physical bodies, there's freedom, there's liberty, there's life, there's victory, and it just all starts to bubble up. It's like that, 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 that kind of like God said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So I'm going to throw everything on the inside of you. I'm going to put everything on the inside of you, and it, it's up to you how much capacity that you stretch, Isaiah chapter 54 talks about enlarging the place of your tent pegs and just stretching and stretching and stretching you and I can become such capacitors that we can have our capacity just increased so that we're just bubbling so that we're just expanding so that we're just wall to wall holy ghost so that we're the temple of God on this earth this is the body of Christ this is the assignment this is the passion that we have this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith we've got mountain moving faith on the inside of us when we have mountain moving faith on the inside of us we what do we do mark 11 22 23 we have whatever we say because of the greater one on the inside of us we are blessed for increase we are blessed to be enlarged. We are blessed to see great things happen. I mean, we go back to Psalm chapter 1 and let's just finish this um, this this psalm before I, I, I get too excited. Before I start doing a, a bit of a jig and run around my table. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their, le their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. And then there's a big but, but not the wicked. The wicked don't prosper. And I love Psalm <laughs> chapter 2, and this is really where we're living right now. Why are the nations so angry? Why do they waste their time with futile plans? 
the kings of the earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot together against the Lord and against his anointed one. They break their chains. They cry and f- they cry, free ourselves from slavery to God. Isn't that what the world is trying to do now? They're trying to, do, to kind of push this agenda, especially in the West. I don't know how it is on the other side. But for, for us guys over here, we're just constantly being bombarded with this idea that there is no God, that the government is now becoming our God, that you do what the government says and you will be free. That isn't working out for a lot of people. But you just listen to us. We know what's best. No, you see, God, God sits on the heavens. And in verse verse 4, but the one who rules in heavens laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then in anger, he rebukes them, terrifying them with his fierce fury. For the Lord declares, I have placed my chosen king on the throne in Jerusalem on my holy mountain. Where has God placed Jesus at his right hand? Where are we? We are raised up in heavenly places, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus at the right hand of the Father. So we can we can sit there and go, Ho, the king proclaims the Lord's decree. The Lord said to me, You are my son. I am the son of God with him in me. I am in him. And he is in me today. My father sits on the throne. And only ask, I will give you the nations as your inheritance, the whole earth as your possession. You will break them with an iron rod and smash them with a clay pot. There's a time coming when Jesus Christ will rule this earth. There's a time coming when the body of Christ will rule this earth. But the time is not yet. There is time that is come. There is a sliver of time left so that we can reach the rest of the people that we can reach, that we can preach the gospel with such authority, such power, such victory. There's a time coming that we are walking in the prospering of the, the body of Christ to a level that walks in the glory of God, that walks in the power of God, that walks in the victory of God. We are the new breed. We are the people declaring the word. We are the people anointed of God. We will lay hands on the sick. We will see them recover. We will see great signs and wonders done that the holy hand of it's like, like ha ha um, it's that book of Acts stuff it's coming back and it will come back great it'll come back like a wave the Smith Wigglesworth prophesied that the greatest move of God is going to just see all the things the, the word the spirit everything pushed together squashed together and greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world and as these greater things come out of our mouths as we declare them as we speak them as we act them we give God the glory every time. We see, we, we, we are humble before him. We resist the devil and he flees before us. We've submitted ourselves to him. Our lives are a sacrifice to the work of God and the assignment of God. Wherever you are right now, whatever you're doing in your ministry, whatever you're doing in your, the way your life is moving, God has blessed you for increase. God has blessed you to put you in a place that you are like the trees planted on lo- along the riverbank, bearing fruit every season. Your leaves will never wither and you will prosper in everything you do. That is where we're going. That is the direction. That is the plan of God for your life. To see great increase, to see great prosperity, to see great health, but to not hold on to it, but to give it away. You see, given it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, running over shall men give into your bosom God's attitude and God's power and God's life is on the inside of you greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world but it's not in you for you to just hold on to stuff no it's with an open hand that we reach the world it's with an open mouth that we give praise to God and bless those around us walking in love walking in victory walking in peace walking in success the very power of God living on the inside of you. 
makes you blessed to increase. Increase your boundaries. If you're a pastor, get in this word. Get in this word. Get in this word. Minister this word. Your church will increase because if you pour the word into your people, they will grow and they will have exceedingly great faith. And then suddenly they will start to see mountains moved in their lives and they will start to bring in other people and they will start to increase in their lives. Their businesses will grow. Your church will grow. They see it's the word of God that is the foundation of all blessing and all increase and all life. It says here, but they that delight in the law of the Lord delight delight meditating on it day and night meditating on it day and night why do you think it comes up so strong when you just start to meditate it and start to live it and start to breathe it in him we have our being hallelujah the power of God working 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 if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you've just watched me Get very passionate about these things. And there's something on the inside of you that's just bubbling up and you think, I want what what we're talking about. But your head is just going, eh, 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 I don't know how to receive. I don't know anything about this. What is he talking about? I don't believe this. Is God real? Is there a cry in your heart that says God is real, but I don't know how to connect it? If there's somebody out there who's who doesn't understand, they just don't comprehend what we're talking about, but yet you're hooked to what the message is saying. It's because it's alive that you're hooked. The words of God are alive, and they're changing you on the inside of you. Even if you haven't got a relationship with God, there's something on the inside of you that cries out and hungers for the things of God. It's a simple decision. To make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. Buddha will not answer it. Muhammad cannot answer it. All the religions of the world cannot answer the deep spiritual cry that is on the heart of the unborn again human being. There's a God-shaped hole, as one person once said it, inside of every single person. But you must hear the cry and you must hear and understand that the choice is simple. That Jesus Christ is Lord. Every knee will bow to him. Every tongue, every nation, they will bow to him. Time is short. He is coming back again soon. The, 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 there is a hell to shun and a heaven to gain. See, if you don't know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, make that simple decision today. Just all you have to do is believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. What do you need to believe in your heart? That Jesus died for you and that he was raised from the dead and that he is God. If you believe that in your heart, all you simply have to do is confess him as your Lord and Savior. Don't worry about your past. Don't worry about the things that you've done wrong. You confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's that past is broken off and you become a new person. You become a new man, a new woman in God. You become the old things are passed away and behold, all things become new. The power of God will transform you and make you alive. So if you just say this word, these words with me and just say, Father God, I ask to, for forgiveness of my past. But I don't, don't just stop there. I believe, just say this after me. I believe that Jesus died for me. I believe that he was raised from the dead. And now I now say this. Say this, this is a key bit. Jesus is Lord of my life. Say that out loud with your mouth. Believe it in your heart and you are now born again. And I would love to hear from you. 
I'd love to, you know, gospelpursuits.uk in the comments section of any of anything that you're watching. I'll try and make sure that, you know, I get hold of you if you do any kind of different comments. I'll get back to you. Or you can fill in the form on gospelpursuits.uk and just let me know that you've made that decision. Get into a church. Find a good church locally. Find any church and just go and say, I've become born again. I've made the decision. And that decision will change your life forevermore. Right, I'm going to close now. Thank you for watching. Thank you for sharing the broadcast. Thank you for anyone who's commented and, and been involved. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for your prayers. We'll be back tomorrow at the same time. Um, and we will have a great time in the Word of God. And we will. Uh, it'll be interesting to see whether it gets so passionate tomorrow. But maybe we'll be, do a bit more teaching on this, this subject. But, you know, let's just hear it from my heart. We are blessed for increase. See you tomorrow.